Hi, welcome back to Game Chat. It's Bruner. I got uh, Elite here. I got Comedian. Uh, unfortunately, Anthony couldn't be here with us, but uh, he'll be back next week. And today, you know, uh, as a recording, this it's been a slow week, but we decided that, you know, because all of our interests are mostly aligned, and one of our big favorite um, genres of films is sci-fi, science fiction. And uh, I'm going to put a, in the edit, I'm going to put a, the definition of science fiction, but it's basically, yeah, science, yeah, science fiction movies, monsters. And although Star Wars and Marvel movies are in the category of science fiction, since they're a behemoth of their own, we, we decided to leave them out. Say that's for another episode, save it for another day, but we're going purely on just sci-fi movies no comic books no no george lucas properties so we're doing yes. our top five science fiction movies of all time now who would like to go first so mine are in no particular order but I have a bunch of like honorable mentions. And this was actually one of the hardest things for me to do because I literally was started to think about how do I want to kind of bring this down? And then I started to think about it and I was like, okay, I'm going to take two from that got me in the two that got me really into science fiction and then kind of go from there. And the first movie that really got me into science fiction, one of the first sci-fi movies I ever saw in my lifetime, was Close Encounters of the Third Kind by Steven Spielberg. Phenomenal movie. Great soundtrack, of course. But to this day, it's still one of the best movies I ever saw. So uh, mine um, is actually a pretty recent one. I would put it in the category of sci-fi. It just came out two years ago pandemic movie and it's uh christopher nolan's tenet um it's a really good film i enjoy it it's like a spy film plus science fiction with like the way so basically it's like um john david washington's character is put on a mission he has to he works for this unnamed agency but he has to steal this thing and if uh, which called, and if he doesn't get it, you know, the world is doomed. And like, mm-hmm. but the twist is like, it's so it's basically like people from the future are sending because the movie's complicated. So people from the future are sending the past weapons, like future weapons. And then so, like, but it's weird because it puts you in like a, like a realm where everything is backwards. So literally there'll be people fighting in reverse and like things are set in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> and like people talk in reverse and like everything ties up. Like what I like about it is everything ties itself up at the end. Um, it, it might take a couple watches, but uh, hmm. I was looking at some trivia from IMDB. And one thing I liked was um, when Ro- the first day of shooting for Robert Pattinson um, he got the the announcement that he got cast as Batman, which is kind of funny because Christopher Nolan directed the last Batman movies, so he's like, hey, you know, oh, that's kind of cool. Yes. So my number five spot, I tried to, I with my list, I tried to pick movies that I really like that I feel like are not as popular 
as other choices. Mm -hmm. So for my number five spot, I'm going to go with Alien Covenant. Mm. Ooh, okay. I I really like that one. I saw it. I saw it in the theater when, like, right when it came out with a couple friends. I know that, like, amongst the Alien fan base, a lot of people kind of like look down on that movie. Personally, I really liked how they explained the, or I just thought it was very interesting how the, like the origin to like the alien species, uh, you know, I just, I thought it was just a really interesting movie and how they, they blended alien covenant with, uh, Prometheus, that movie. Oh, Prometheus. So that was another good one. I don't, it's not on my list, but that was a good sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Elite, you're number four. Whatever is next on the list that you want to go. So. Uh, well, kind of stick, sticking with that same kind of theme, uh, probably the next sci-fi movie that really kind of got me into John Carpenter in general of John Carpenter's movies, shout out to Halloween, was The Thing. Mm-hmm. It was a remake of the 1950s, yeah. The Thing. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal movie. Takes place. Um, you really don't want to talk too much about it because if you watch it, I don't want to give anything away because it's kind of... But it's just really, really, really good acting. Uh, Kurt Russell's in it. Really, really great. Must see sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, I that was earlier whenever I was revising it. I had the thing at my five spot. But I, I heard you mention it, so I, I, <laughs> I got it off my list and swapped it out. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. My next one? Um, fourth on my list. Um, I think maybe I I consider this science fiction. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's its own niche. But it, in my opinion, it's science fiction. Um, it's Cloverfield. It came out what? That's sci-fi. To, yeah, That's it's definitely sci-fi. Because I'm like I don't wouldn't I wouldn't know if it's sci-fi because it's because the monster is considered a kaiju, which is Godzilla and like King Kong. Yeah. But I'm like you know it's it's sci-fi. Uh, I was looking at some trivia this movie. And I, and I totally forgot about it was the first, like, um, the first promos for it was that I think before they, uh, before the Transformers movie, the original, the, um, the Shia LaBeouf one. And it was when, like, it was when, uh, the, the shot of like the Statue of Liberty losing its head and rolling to the street. And then they just had no title. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. And that's what I remember like being so hooked, like, what is this film? And like the, the basic plot of the movie is like, um, it's a going away party for some friends from like college who are like, you know, now they have jobs and he's moving to Japan. So like they're having a party and then like, and then something happens, you know, and, and it takes place in New York city. And then, so like, you know, there's like earthquakes and are like, Oh, you know what's going on to New York. And then like, there's like, footage of this like monster you know coming out of the ocean and like tossing the head of the statue of liberty and it's it's found footage and like i guess because growing up in the time of like paranormal activity and blair witch project and like now in cloverfield like i'm a sucker for found film footage found film footage (laughs) movies and like those were the three movies who like heavily utilized like early internet marketing which I enjoy, but like, I just like, I love it. It's found footage. I could watch it anytime. I could throw it on anytime. 
and yeah. uh, it was um, what you call it. J.J. Abrams produced it, and like even some of the camcorder because it's because the movie's filmed on like a camcorder, and so sometimes it was the actor actors who like were the cameramen themselves. So whatever the actors were had the camera in their hand, they used that, and that different, would be in the final approach. film. Yeah, cool. and then I, I like the. I, I just want to finish this, but I was saying is I like the concept because I was reading some of the trivia and I knew this in the past. I just wanted to make sure is that the whole film started because J.J. Abrams took his son to Tokyo and they went to a toy store and they saw they had all these like Godzilla toys and he's like, well, how come America doesn't have any kaiju monsters? Like, how come America doesn't have any monsters? So this was their approach mm-hmm. to it. Wow. So it's kind of funny you say that. I personally, me, I'm just a weird dude, but I I would always kind of put like Godzilla and like all those, all those, you know, Wraith, mm-hmm. when he fought uh, Wraith, Rodan and all that. I always consider them science fiction because mm-hmm. it all came from a nuclear blast is how they were made. So, yeah. and they always used to play them on like sci- sci-fi double late night double features. So I always would consider those science fiction. What about what about you, All comedian? Right. What's your next one? So, number four is going to be Minority Report. Ooh, I very good if, movie. Yes, I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tom Tom Cruise movie where, um, it's in the you know whatever. What I don't know when exactly it takes place. I know it's like the twenty fifties, two thousand fifties or something. But sounds there's right. a police. Yeah, futuristic police force where they have some sort of like time traveling thing where they try to prevent crime from happening or like they stop crime. They arrest people before they commit the crime. And so they completely try to erase crime and it's just like a, you know, and then he he ends up getting in trouble somehow and he's got to run from the organization he's in charge of. But I, I it's a great concept. I like the. That's with my list. I I tried to focus on concepts in universes that I like the most, but that think the I have two films on my list that have to deal with more like crime. But I I saw Minority Report when I was young, and I didn't know what the name of the movie was until maybe like a year or two ago. And I like remembered like, Oh my God, that's the movie. But I, I like minority report a lot. Very cool. Solid film. So that's a very good film. My next one, man, we're just sticking right on that JJ Abrams theme. (laughs) JJ Abrams, in my opinion, knocked it out of the park with star Trek. Every one of them, once he's touched, I wasn't a big fan of like the TV show Star Trek. I've always said you're either a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan. You're not both. Um, but it's interesting. I never was a TV show fan and I never liked the original like Wrath of Khan and all those. But when JJ Abrams redid it with Chris Pine playing playing the role of Captain Kirk, they're amazing movies. They're just for some reason they're really, really solid movies. Um that I'll sit there and watch it for two and a half hours and I've literally watched a couple of those three or four times. So mm-hmm. apparently J.J. Abrams is pretty good at sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Um, or 
next on my list, um, also kind of related to comedians because it has the same actor, is um, War of the Worlds, 2006 with nice. Tom Cruise. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, based that's... on a remake of a remake of uh, an adaptation of the H.G. Wells. Uh, book right oh i think it's a remake of a remake of a remake but sure yeah. we'll go there yeah <laughs> i think it's been yeah. made like yeah h.g wells wrote the novel <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i actually saw because my actually it was crazy my grandma's a fan of the original one and i actually saw her saw it with her recently and i'm a big fan of the 2006 one i just think so like quick plot um so it's about a divorced dad who um who, who lives in New York and like he gets custody of his kids for the weekend and then like there was a huge lightning storm so now all the cars aren't working and then so like he goes into town to see what's going on and then there's a huge alien ship coming out of the ground and so they're basically trying to go from New York to Boston um trying to reunite with um the mom and i think visually that movie still holds up. It was good when the movie came out. And like the sound of the tripods are frightening. I just love the mm-hmm. film. Yeah. It looks great. So that's why it's number three on my list. Okay. This one's hard. So I think I'm going to, my number three, I think I'm going to go with uh, Blade Runner. Now this Ooh. this is kind of it's it's kind of like both cuz I like Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 just about equally. So it's I'm kind of talking about like both, but I just by far probably my favorite uh universe from any movie. I think the atmosphere is great cuz it's like it's still somewhat modern or like present day but it has that like slight futuristic touch where it still looks like it's believable mm-hmm. to me it just has the screaming tokyo vibes like yeah, it's Cyber literally Punk. just li- literally to me like it like uh just looks like tokyo like the red light district of tokyo but mm-hmm. that was on my short list that was on my notable mentions i didn't put it on here be- but Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. At least somebody for saying it because I was like, yeah. "Shit!" It's, I hopefully get some respect because it was it's a good yeah. one. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was mm-hmm. that was a, that was actually a really, really, really good dude. Now I might want to yeah. put down my list. Uh, yeah, it was like the main reason why I even wanted to get Cyberpunk is because after I had seen the Blade Runner movies for the first time, or after I'd seen them, I was like, there needs to be a game. Yes, that has like a you know an open world game that has a similar universe, and that was Cyberpunk. And so, you know, and I, I like Cyberpunk. I never had you know. Don't want to get off topic, but I do too. But yeah, so it's so. Let me. Did did you see Twenty Forty Nine before you saw the original? No. Okay. Mm -mm, All right. Because I think that if you saw it backwards like that, it would kind of give away some of. The original yeah you know what i'm saying i think that mm-hmm. but it was that's a good one that's a good one yeah. um my next one is a movie i think it was a sleeper i don't think i don't remember it being very popular 
but I thought the concept was really kind of cool. Um, it was called Looper. Did anybody ever see that yeah. movie? Yeah. With Bruce Willis and uh, uh, Josh Gordon-Levitt in it. And the concept basically was the mob hired people to go back in time and murder people so that they couldn't do certain things. And these people were called loopers. And I just thought it was mm-hmm. a really kind of interesting concept of a movie. Kind of reminded me of a Jean-Claude Van Damme time cop movie. Um, but it was, yeah, that was a re- really good movie that I don't think it really got a lot of love as much as like, I don't think it did really well, but it was, I think it's the history of sci-fi anyway, in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either they knock it out of the park, make a ton of money or they make no money. Yeah. My next one, I'm not going to give a rundown cause it's iconic. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like, I'm kind of basic for having this on my list, but I got to, um, back to the future too. I I love okay. Back okay. to the Future too. I love anything time travel. I like, and then I like because like I mean, I like anything future, but I like it like uh like Blade Runner, where you know because like in you know when people come up with like oh how the future is, it's either like my like either the vibe of Minority Report or I Am Robot where everything's all white and like robots yeah. and everything, where like or you could have like a cyberpunk. Blade Runner and then like a black back to the future thing where there are flying cars, but it's still like not crazy. It's more, a little more reachable. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. Introduce the Nike air mags were iconic. And I like some, um, I like, I just love the atmosphere. I love the, the world building it's set, even though it's the same like clock tower set it's future and the hoverboards yeah. Like it, it's a very iconic film. I think you'd have to almost yeah. have to say that whole franchise as a franchise. I think that was just a really, really, really good franchise for a science fiction concept. Yeah. But I agree. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Comedian. Okay. Now I'm going to say, no. okay. My number two spot is going to be the first matrix Ooh, just Mm -hmm. the first well yeah i got the whole franchise uh i yeah i mean i like the whole franchise but the first one is is my favorite one i agree Uh, i'm just saying i agree i yeah i actually like one and two and that was about it and then it got cut i haven't even done the remix or i haven't even done it because yeah. it just like I think it did it too much, but I agree. But yeah, that's the on first my, one. That's on my honorable mentions too. <laughs> yeah the the first Matrix uh, that now the the first Matrix that movie out of all of probably the movies that I have seen that one made me like think the hardest you know about like the the message that they are trying to send you know is do we live in a simulation. I think that's a very interesting thing to think about. Um, but yeah, I start. They started to. By the time it got to the third one, where they had like you know the third one, they have like the mech battles. Uh, they started to kind of lose me there, but yeah. yeah I, but I, the, I I thought it was interesting too because the whole time in the first one, first time I saw it, like I literally was just talking about this with Bruno. I think yesterday. 
I had to watch that two or three times really before I kind of understood what was going on because I kept getting mm-hmm. confused. Am I in the matrix or am I not in the matrix? Am I, you know what I'm saying? They did a really good job of making that almost like flowing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when, remember when he went in that one room and he was in the matrix and he came back out, he was in the office. Mm-hmm. Remember like at the very beginning, I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's a great one. It's a great one. And, um, and yeah, and, or shout out to Keanu Reeves. Shout out. Shout out, yeah. Um, shout out to the Wachowskis. <laughs> to be the directors of that, creating that. Um, I guarantee I probably have the oldest movie of anybody is the next one. Um, it's where it kind of all started. The 1951 version of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Mm. With, with Gort the Robot. Um, it's just kind of classic sci-fi exactly what you would picture you know flying saucer lands right in front of the washington monument a robot walks out and people are just don't know what how to handle it and how they kind of deal with it and it's just kind of very 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 is it friendly is it not it starts starts helping us and then we feel like i don't want to give too much away but it's a really really good it's kind of where sci-fi all began so mm-hmm. good movie yeah i've seen the uh what the the remake or like the you know the newer one yeah all right um i think you yeah, elite you have the oldest on the list i think i have the newest on the list um newer than tenet um <laughs> the latest dune film um oh. i know elite is a big big fan of the original one <laughs> uh, no but i i love the world building in that movie and like the concept is like amazing, like I like it makes me want to read the book. That's how good it is because I I don't know a lot about it, but I know like it's interesting to see because if you didn't know at home, George Lucas took a lot of inspiration from yes. Herbert's Herbert's Dune, um, like the setting Arrakis, which is a sand planet, which we see is Tatooine. And there's the sandworm, which they also have in Star Wars. And I forget what it's called, but it's basically the lightsaber. And then, like, the spice, too. Old George Lucas took the spice. And I, like, it's it's fascinating because, like, you know, they don't have, like, they outlawed computers. So it's, like, so it's interesting to see how they have space travel, but they don't have computers. And it's, like... And it's like um, it's not it's like a medieval plus sci-fi plus like witchcraft with like the Benny Gesserits, which is also how you could say George Lucas took inspiration for the Jedi mind trick. But the newest one, visually, it looked amazing, and it won a bunch of Academy Awards for it. Uh, I think Tim- Timothy Chalamet was good. It had um, Josh Brolin. Uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, shout out Zendaya, (laughs) but like, like, I just can't wait for the next one. But I think Dune also, oh, I just want to say one last thing because I was looking up, um, some facts about Tenet. Christopher Nolan asked Hans Zimmer to do the score for Tenet, but Hans Zimmer said no. He said, I'm working on Dune. Dune is going to be like, I'm focused on Dune, Mm. like, everything's Dune, like, I can't do it. Wow. So, 
so the one thing I would say, I, I, I did like Dune a lot. It took me, I, at first I started watching it when it was like originally on HBO Max and then it went away. I couldn't get through like the first hour because it was so slow moving of building. But then once I got through it, I was like, oh, this is really, really good. I am too very excited to see part two because my understanding is as a person uh, who's read the book, it's really like they cut the book in half. And this is the first part of the book and the next one's supposed to be like the other half of the book. So that Mm -hmm. should be pretty cool to see. Um, But yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I I still have not seen Dune. It's it's it's. I mean, it's epic. I think it was three hours long, if I remember right. It was a few mm-hmm. minutes, but it, it was good. It was very good. Okay. I think you'd like it actually. It's on HBO mm-hmm. Max. Okay. Yeah. So, Elite and Bruner already know. I, I mentioned this to them, I think, uh, either earlier this week. I think it was earlier this week. My number one sci-fi movie, or my favorite, is going to be In Time. And so, I don't know. It, I know it's not, it's not that. I don't see anybody talking about it. So, I don't know. I don't believe it's that popular. But Justin Timberlake is the main antagonist or protagonist and it probably has my favorite i don't i don't know it not not universe but just like the whole the the thing that the whole movie centers around is in this you know dystopian united states or dystopian world everybody on their you know their forearm they have you know, like a bunch of numbers, like some LED, you know, digital number implant in their forearm. Right. And it shows how much time that they have. Like they, it's like a timer and that's how much like life they have left. And so, uh, the, the more rich you are or the more money you have, it's the more time you have. And so it's, you know, the, basically the, or, and then, Everybody stops aging at like the age of 25 or something. And, you know, basically all the, the full, you know, rich elite, you know, world leaders, they have, they, they're basically immortal because they have so much money. And so hmm. Justin Timberlake and I, f- I forgot the actress's name, but the Amanda the... Sayfield. Okay. Okay. Let's look it up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Justin Timberlake and and her they I I want to rem- say they go on some sort of heist where they they start like robbing they start rob it's like it's kind of like a Robin Hood story where they start robbing the rich of their time and giving it back to people that have less time um but Interesting it's concept. I yeah, I it's it's probably not like you know the critics you know it probably has like a low critic score, but it's got one of the most interesting you know like plots or you know like whatever you want to call it where like time is money and it's got a thirty seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but 
I mean that that's that's okay because some of my some of my movies like their honorable mentions are horrible, but I like them, and that's the whole idea is not everybody's gonna like yeah. the same movies. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'll have to check that one yeah, out. But, but I'm making a little list over here of movies like I've never seen <laughs> Tenant, so I've I'm gonna put the in time on there too. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. one. Well, just to explain it a little bit better. So when whatever I mean like. Uh, you know money is time you know in the movie you know they they you know you go to a coffee shop instead of paying them two dollars it's like you know that'll be that'll be five minutes and so they like they stretch out their arm or whatever and then they like you know you can you see yeah you see the the timer they have on their form it like ticks down i've been losing a year a day day, man from all my coffee intake (laughs) yeah so that's how it works you know it's like okay that'll be that'll be one hour so it's it's very cool, I think. All right, um, I think we should be wrapping things up, but um, unfortunately, Anthony couldn't be here. Oh, what's the Anthony's five? But anyway, so Anthony's five. Um, Back to the Morbius, future. You know, we said no <laughs> superhero movies. So Morbius number two, Dumb and Dumber two. When Harry met Lloyd. Number three, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. What? Number four is Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's actually a good movie. And number five is Goblins. Bug! It's Goblins spelled backwards! They're eating her! And then they're going to eat me! Oh my god! So definitely, um, what do you think of our list? Uh, what is what is on your list? Let us know. Uh, check us out on the socials and Instagram at Game Chat Pod, and um, check out our list, our sci-fi. Be like, you know, hey, I saw it, and uh, it's definitely good. So that's all I have to say. Anything else, guys? No, that's it. <clears throat> Talk to you all next week. Yeah. See you later. Later. <laughs>